Hello, and welcome to another episode of Redditations. My name is Celeste Johnson, and every week on this podcast, I discuss something I've read, and then I turn it into a guided meditation. This week, I am talking about Solutions and Other Problems, the most recent book by Ali Brosh. You may know Ali Brosh from her blog, Hyperbole and a Half, which I discovered as an early teenager on the internet, and I fell in love with her, her writing style, her drawing style. On Hyperbole and a Half, Ali Brosh published a lot of drawings and stories. They're really funny. They're darkly funny. Uh, she makes these Microsoft Paint drawings, so they're kind of they're bad in a good way. Like they're very they're a little bit crude, but they're also refined. And she's very good at what she does. So she publishes these Microsoft Paint drawings and makes these essentially these comic strips with um, this really funny, cutting, dry, humorous text alongside them, and tells these stories about her life. I love hyperbole and a half but I was also really bummed out because she stopped publishing things for a really long time and it turns out that her life was like crazy um there was a lot going on for her and she kind of disappeared for a while um she suffers with some health concerns and with some mental health concerns that made it difficult for her to continue creating during that time So when I happened upon this book in a used bookstore, I was taken aback because I didn't realize it was coming out. I kind of thought she just disappeared. But she made a book last year in 2020. It came out in September 2020. I discovered it just by chance in a bookstore this year, and I was so excited to find it. And my excitement was for a good reason, because now that I've finished the book, I have spent a lot more time laughing than I had when I started it. Brosh's comedy is pretty dark sometimes, and it's not just a knee slapper uh, at the end of the day. There's also like some darker undercurrents going on with these stories, but I think that's at the heart of what makes her so good is she's able to talk about these dark things, and she's able to talk about herself and her own struggles in a way that's funny but also poignant and meaningful. Some of the themes in this book are the absurdism of life and this ever-present loneliness that she feels, uh, which is often, I feel, linked to that absurdist viewpoint. She talks about her effort to carry on and kind of muddle through a life that is really, really heavy. She has so many things working against her. Um, her sister died. She has several ongoing health concerns that bring daily difficulties for her. Uh, she has severe depression. And she talks about all of these things openly, which I love. I feel like she normalizes those discussions and makes it way more accessible and gives people struggling with these things something to relate to. And it feels like a friend reaching out when I read these things. She feels like a light. And even though her life is heavy, she's got so many challenging things going on, her stories depict her struggling and trying to care for herself anyway. I read um, this Reddit Ask Me Anything post that she made, and she listed her strongest skill as trying. 
And I think that comes through in her writing. She's really good at trying. And I think what she wrote about it, I'm paraphrasing here, but her approach to trying is that like, trying is really hard sometimes, but trying is the only guarantee. Because if you don't try, nothing will change and whatever happens to you is kind of up to fate. But if you try, at least there's the possibility that you can make some difference in what happens in your life. And so she said trying is the only guarantee. And I feel like this book is just a chronicle of her various attempts at trying. And it's really endearing. It's really heartwarming. It's really sad sometimes um, because she has a lot of grief that she's carrying and that comes through, but I love the honesty with which she portrays that grief and allows her readers to see it because it feels so bare and so naked. It feels like bare in a way that grief isn't often bared. Her talent for self-observation is singular. It's really incredible the way she's able to look at herself and her life and tell stories about it and put it into words and into images. This grief and kind of this nonsensical nature of grief where she'll never get an explanation and she'll never be able to offer a fully accurate explanation of it plays into her theme of the absurdity of life. And I left reading these portions as a reader, feeling her sense of the absurdity and the unexplainability of these things that happen in life. And then the other thing that plays into this kind of sense of absurdism is the humorous side, the funny stuff that she puts in here. She tells a story, for example, about seeing a nature show and seeing a bird do this mating dance on the nature show. And she has this realization that the reason the bird is doing that is so that it can make more birds that do that, so that that bird can make more birds into infinity. And this kind of just drives her into the face of this absurdist realization that nothing really makes sense and we don't have reasons for everything. We don't understand why things happen and that that bothers her and she brings it into light because I think that's something that bothers all of us. It's kind of absurd sometimes to exist in the way we do and to structure our lives the way we do and she throws that into sharp relief. She also shows us that even though things are absurd and we can't find reasons for a lot of things, she shows herself through these stories and how she's fighting, how she's working, struggling, moving slowly to find a way to care for herself and to keep on keeping on even though the world is absurd and we don't get it and we don't know the reasons that things happen. There's a sequence at the end of the book called Friend. And in that sequence, she depicts what it's like to try to make friends with herself. She says this is a process she's been working on for the last five years. And in times of deep loneliness, 
making friends with herself seemed like the best option. With her typical humor, she kind of draws out these various stages of trying to make friends with herself. And she talks about what it feels like not to like all the parts of yourself, to judge yourself, to not understand what the point is of supporting yourself, and still to put in the effort and the work to do those things. I really liked that sequence because I feel like it speaks to all of us in some way. Being friends with yourself is not an easy thing. I know that this is true, and I know that we all have moments where it's kind of difficult to be friends with yourself. But being friends with yourself is like one of the best responses, in my opinion, and in Brasha's opinion, to this kind of absurdist universe that we live in. We cannot explain everything. We can't really always explain ourselves. But... It's worth the time and the care that it takes to befriend yourself. And that's what Bross shows. She shows that even though it is so hard for her, even though the process doesn't make sense, even though it's a road of ups and downs, this process of befriending yourself and being there to support yourself, all parts of yourself, is a really important process. So that's what we're going to dive into more in today's meditation. We're going to get into that process of being gentle with yourself and befriending yourself, listening to yourself, and just being there, supporting yourself, even when it's hard. Let's meditate. As always, let's begin with a couple deep breaths together. Settle into whichever space you're in right now and ask yourself what would make you feel most comfortable in this moment. Maybe it's grabbing a blanket to wrap up in. Maybe it's adjusting your position. Maybe it's lying down on the floor even and just feeling the support of the ground beneath you. Whatever would make you feel good in this moment, listen to yourself. And if you can, give it to yourself. Continue breathing and settling into the space where you are. On your next breath, bring your attention inwards and envision the inside of your body. Just kind of see yourself outlined and kind of allow yourself to drop into your body, if you will. While you're kind of experiencing these feelings of what it's like to be inside your body, allow yourself to kind of look around and notice in your mind's eye if you're noticing any areas of tension or discomfort. If you are, send your next breath to that spot in your body. And imagine that breath carrying away that tension or discomfort 
as it leaves your body. Do the same thing again, breathe in. Look for any areas that might need a little extra TLC and send your breath to that spot in your body. Allow it to carry away anything negative that you wish to release on the exhale. In these moments we spend together, your primary focus is to be a caring, gentle friend to yourself. And to start that process, I want you to lay your left hand facing up in your lap, open, palm up towards the sky, take your right hand and slip it into your left hand so that you're holding your own hand. And as you do this, maybe give your hands a squeeze and feel what it's like just to notice your own presence and reassure yourself that you are here. You are here for yourself right now in this moment. You can hang on to yourself, hold your own hand, and feel that presence. You can always be here for yourself. And that's what you're doing right now. Feel the warmth of your own hand and what it's like to hold your own hand and acknowledge your own presence. It's like you're coming to yourself and offering this gesture of friendship and togetherness. Notice whatever feelings are arising as you're doing this. Maybe it's been a long time since you've been here for yourself. Maybe it's been a long time since you checked in and you just need a moment to appreciate what's happening right now and to say hello. Maybe you're feeling a rush of emotions and just like a good friend, allow yourself to be there. Just witness as those emotions come. Whatever you're feeling right now is the right thing. And you don't have to change any of it. You can just sit with it. Sit with yourself. Keep breathing. And when you're ready, you can start talking with yourself a little bit. Not thinking, but kind of tapping in intuitively to have a conversation. And just start by greeting yourself. Say hello. And see what you hear back. Sometimes hello is enough. You're acknowledging that you're there. And sometimes maybe you want to go a little farther than that. Keep breathing. And once you've kind of said hello to these feelings 
inside, your deepest self that you're inviting to the table. Let's check in a little bit deeper. And you can ask yourself, what's what's going on? What's up with you? What are you experiencing in this moment? Give yourself time to ask yourself this question. Keep holding your own hand if you like that. Keep breathing and ask yourself, how are you? And just wait to see what answers you get. They might not be words, they might be feelings, it might be resistance or distraction. But whatever you get back, you're just here to witness it and to hold space for it. Keep breathing. Maybe you're feeling some things that require a little more time to sit with. Maybe now that you're checking in, you're noticing some grief or some anxiety some loneliness or maybe you're noticing something else maybe you're noticing joy or gratitude whatever you're noticing give yourself a couple breaths simply to sit with it and kind of take it all in allow yourself to feel whatever's coming up because you are safe and you are supported you are here for yourself Now, when you're ready, and you can take your time with this, but when you're ready, ask yourself, what do you want? You might get an initial answer that feels like a distraction. Maybe you want to turn this off and get back to your day, or... You want to go have a snack. But ask again. See if there might be something lurking under that first answer. What do you want? Maybe what you're really wanting is more excitement in your day. Or... A feeling of connection. Maybe you're seeking novelty, or maybe you're seeking some sort of warmth. You could be looking for anything. And you are the only person that knows the answer to that question. Allow yourself one more moment here to ask it. Ask yourself. What do you want? When you start to hear an answer, 
about these wants, these desires and needs that are coming from this deeper self. You don't have to do anything about it right now. All you need to do right now is simply listen to what you hear. And when you get that answer, you decide what to do with it. You can decide how you can best support yourself from here once this meditation is over. For now, allow yourself to just hear those answers. Hear what your inner self is saying. Hear what you really need and want in this moment. And give that a voice. You can even speak it out loud if you want. When you're ready, give your hands a final squeeze to say, I'm here for you. And now, with one final breath, allow your hands to relax again and unclasp. Keep breathing, and when you're ready, gently open your eyes and allow some movement to come back into your fingers and toes. Feel the connection that you've just established with yourself and enjoy this feeling of befriending yourself. As you go forth into your day, remember that you are always here. You are your own best friend. Thank you so very much for joining me on this week's episode of Reditations about Ali Brosh's solutions and other problems. I really recommend that you check out this book. It is a new favorite of mine, and it's made me so happy to read it. If you have suggestions of books that you would like me to read and discuss in the future, I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email at reditations at gmail.com, and I will read it and respond to you. I want to hear from you, and it's really an honor that you spend your time listening to this podcast, so thank you very much. Special thanks as always to Josh Munt for the audio design and theme music that you hear in this episode. If you'd like to support this podcast further, there are a few things you can do. Share it with a friend, subscribe, check out my website at reditationspodcast.com where you can sign up for updates, and finally, you can visit the Patreon page. That's linked both in the show notes and on my website. Thank you so much for listening. This week, I wish for you to be deeply kind to yourself. Happy reading, friends, and I'll see you next time.